In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. All men have a right to receive the gospel. That's Pope Francis in Evangelii Gaudium. As Americans, we're used to speaking about civic rights, the right to free speech, the right to bear arms, the right to be free from unreasonable search and seizure. But how often do we consider this even more fundamental right, the right to receive the gospel? The church always balances the language of right with the language of duty. Francis immediately followed that bold statement by saying, Christians have the duty to proclaim the gospel without excluding anyone. The church's law has enshrined the same principle, saying, all the Christian faithful have the duty and right to work so that the divine message of salvation more and more reaches all people in every age and in every land. The project of evangelization is outlined in today's readings. Consider the pattern. The two disciples recount what had taken place on the way. Christ had journeyed with them on the road to Emmaus. After he opened the scriptures to them, he revealed himself through the breaking of the bread. Elsewhere in the Gospels, Christ says that the mouth speaks from the abundance of the heart. The disciples, having encountered the risen Christ, immediately return to Jerusalem to tell the other disciples. It is like the Easter fire, which begins as a single flame, but then spreads without being dimmed until it illumines the entire church. The disciples receive the light of faith and, in their joyful exuberance, cause others to catch fire. St. Peter says, God raised Jesus from the dead. Of this we are witnesses. Our risen Lord says, you are witnesses of these things. If we want to fulfill our duty to proclaim the gospel, we must follow this pattern of being witnesses. First, of being those who see the risen Christ by experiencing the power of his resurrection, and next, by bearing testimony, by witnessing to others about Jesus Christ. We go from being witnesses of the resurrection to being witnesses to the resurrection. So, how can we become witnesses? In the first sense of being a, a witness or experiencing the grace of the risen Christ, we receive this first through the grace of baptism and through all the other sacraments. In the sacraments, the infinite value of Christ's work is applied to us, which cleanses us and fills us with divine life. This divine life, sanctifying grace, is the seed which will eventually, when grown tall, flower in eternal life. And this is important because it's not human enthusiasm that spreads the gospel, but divine grace. A sort of question which we can use as an examination of conscience is, 
Do I have zeal for spreading the good news? As I noted before, Christ says that the mouth speaks from the abundance of the heart. If we are not bearing witness to the truth about Jesus Christ, perhaps we should consider that sometimes it is because we lack the practical belief that Jesus really is necessary for everyone else, and that he really is necessary for each and every person's happiness. And if we lack the practical belief that Jesus is necessary for others, perhaps again, it is because there is some little corner of our soul which is still unconverted to Jesus, so that deep down, we doubt whether he really is necessary for us. And we need to be converted there. And then, too, we will want to spread the gospel with joy, and our mouths will then speak from the abundance of our hearts. The second reading helpfully speaks of this conversion that we need to have. If anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. This is because the conversion to Christ is an ongoing process in which we need continual resource to the grace of Christ. In order to avoid this lukewarmness, consider the daily practice of prayer. Yes, the Mass and the Church's sacraments in general contain an infinitude of grace for us, but we ourselves are finite receptacles. We need to heed St. Paul's admonition to widen our hearts if we want to enter more fruitfully into the grace of the mysteries. Even spending a little time in prayer every day, just a few minutes reading the scriptures, can be a way to begin to allow those infinite graces to flower in our daily lives. Consider how, on the road to Emmaus, the disciples' hearts burned within them as Christ opened the scriptures to them. In that second sense of being witnesses to others, consider that the special vocation of the laity is to sanctify the temporal world. You are called to be the leaven of the gospel in the world. Pope Francis says, being a disciple means being constantly ready to bring the love of Jesus to others. And this can happen unexpectedly and in any place, on the street, in a city square, during work, on a journey. This is a challenge from Pope Francis for us to integrate our faith into our life so that it transforms every aspect of it. Now, there are any number of ways that we can share the gospel, both in word and in deed. Pope Francis himself outlines how it can come about by a direct proclamation, by a personal witness, or really any gesture. He even suggests being willing to end an, account, an encounter with someone with a brief prayer. But the bottom line, as he says, is they will have an experience of being listened to and understood, 
they will know that their particular situation has been placed before God and that God's word really speaks to their lives. Of course, not every moment is the right moment to proclaim Jesus by word, but there is some moment which is that right moment to proclaim him by word. And perhaps that could be a challenge for us this week, just once to witness to Christ by word. If there really is a right to hear the gospel, it is because it corresponds to the need of the human heart. That's why when the disciples do finally encounter the risen Christ, they're joyful. And if we really do become witnesses of the resurrection through grace, then when we witness to the resurrection, others will really experience Christ's unfathomable love through us. And then, perhaps just like the disciples, they will be amazed and incredulous for joy.